Start your day with a fresh word of encouragement. I'm Paul DeYong, and you're now listening to Words of Life, a daily devotional from our life team. Welcome, everybody, to Words of Life. It's Erin and Simon Manners joining you today. Hi, everyone. Hope you're doing well. We've just come out of Legacy, which has been an absolute incredible season for us as a church. Yeah, phenomenal and actually quite emotional to see what God's doing. Yeah, it was. And you may have listened to some of the devotions over the past few weeks. I encourage you to do that if you haven't. But this week, we are starting a new topic of conversation. We're going to be looking at the popular passage of scripture known as the Beatitudes. Awesome. And this comes from Matthew 5, where Jesus is starting to, his ministry is starting to take off and crowds of people are following him. And so he sits them down and in this passage, it's a sermon on the Mount, but a similar passage actually is found in Luke 6, where he sits them down on the plane. Um, but these, this beatitude comes from the Latin word meaning betis, which simply means bless or bliss. And as many of you will know, each of these eight statements starts with the word blessed and talks about qualities or characteristics that as followers or those that want to inherit the kingdom need to be demonstrating in their lives. The first four primarily deal with our relationship with God, and then the last four deal with our relationship with others. So this teaching would have been quite revolutionary for the people who are listening to it, because Mm. these are Jewish people who have grown up with the law and knowing what they should do in order to gain self-righteousness, whereas this teaching is is turning that upside down and saying rather than having to do these things in order to uh, gain righteousness with God, you have to be and obtain these particular characteristics, which would have been quite different for them to hear this kind of teaching. Yeah, and, and in some cases, as we know with the scribes and the Pharisees, even offensive because right. it just it just turned everything upside down. And so we're going to look at the first beatitude today from Matthew 5 verse 3 that says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And Erin, I've got to admit, until probably fairly recently, I'm not sure I quite understood what this meant. No, me neither. I had to look it up. And poor in spirit is actually likened to a beggar on the street. Wow which of course is not a beggar in the real sense of a beggar on the street. It's actually drawing a picture for us of somebody who has been stripped of everything. Mm. Somebody who is completely dependent on others in order to survive. Yeah. And I guess uh, as a Christian, what that means in terms of our spiritual lives is first and foremost recognizing our complete and utter dependence on Christ. That's right. That without him, we actually have nothing. Yeah. Just like the beggar on the street. And there's a great story in Luke chapter 18 from verse 10 that really exemplifies this. And it says, this is Jesus speaking, 
Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and I give a tenth of all I get. But the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven, but he beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you that this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God, for all those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted. I think that key word in that passage there is humble or humility. When uh, Billy Graham was asked what this first beatitude was all about, he said simply this, we must be humble in our spirits. If you put the word humble in place of the word poor, it you can understand the context of this verse. The Bible has a lot to say about a humility. A huge amount. In James 4 verse 6, it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Now, oppose is a big word. It's a strong word. Oh, I certainly don't want God opposing me. That's for sure. <laughs> That's right. So let's talk about what is humility? What does it look like in our modern day life? Mm. I think we've touched on it before, Erin, but probably the, the biggest thing is a recognition of our complete and utter dependence on God. And that it's a, a daily decision that we make. It's yeah. not a one-time, one-off uh, thing where we say, God, I need you, and we receive salvation. No, it's an everyday recognition of our weakness, of our failings, of our complete dependence mm, on who he mm. is, that without him, we aren't able to do anything. Yeah, that's right. And so often in our lives, we come up against, you know, a crisis. I mean, look what's happened recently with COVID-19. It's shaken the whole world. And, and people, you know, look for something uh, to put their dependence on. Um, but when we get used to a situation, all of a sudden we don't need God anymore. And I know in my own life, you know, working at the hospital and as a surgeon, you know, if I have to learn a new skill or, or have to do an operation that's particularly tricky, man, I'm asking God for his help and, you know, his guidance and, and everything. But as soon as I'm in a situation that I'm familiar with, you know, sometimes it's easy to, to forget God in a way and just rely on your own skills. So true. And I think uh, one of the other big things uh, when it comes to humility is putting others before yourself, mm. which is easier said than done. Uh, Philippians chapter 2 from verse 3 says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. And uh, I think that's a real challenge. I think about our own children and different situations where we've been in perhaps uh, with a plate of cookies or maybe mm -hmm. uh, some pieces of cake and you offer it around and we all know that the first we all know that dad gets the, <laughs> dad biggest, gets the biggest piece yeah. but the first person who gets to choose will always go to the biggest piece and then it will go down the line and that is simply human nature isn't it we tend to look at uh, what is it that I'm going to get out of this situation and and get the best for ourselves mm, mm. and I think sometimes also if if we do something and we don't get any recognition for it we start to to get a bit uh, offended if we don't that's true I think the third thing uh, around humility is 
admitting when you're wrong and when you make mistakes. Mm, that's <laughs> hard. It is hard to do, but I think that is one of the key characteristics of being humble is being able to recognize that we're not perfect and we will make mistakes and that's okay as long as we take ownership of that and then we can move forward. Yeah, that's right. So we want to encourage and, and challenge you today. Spend some time thinking about this verse, what it means to be poor in spirit, what it means in your own life to be fully dependent on God. Because all of us want to inherit the kingdom of God. All of us want more of the kingdom of heaven experienced here on earth. But without the foundation of our dependence on God, then I don't think we're really going to see it in its you know, full capacity. That's right. Well, let's uh, pray together as we wrap this up. Father God, we thank you that you are such a good God mm. and you're so gracious towards us and you've given us this a pattern of behavior to be able to lead us forward in the things of God. And so we pray that you would help us today to recognize that we are nothing without you, to continually be dependent on who you are and your presence. God, help us to put others before ourselves and to admit when we are wrong in humility. We thank you, God, that you are so good to us and we pray you would go with us today in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us for another encouraging word from the Life Team. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. We'd love to have you join us at church this Sunday. If you're in Auckland or Melbourne, check out the website for a location near you. Or you can choose to join us online from wherever you are. Find a service at lifenz.org.